it's such a good point, right? Like if we're judging our own bodies, if we're judging what we look like, the way that we take up space, then naturally we're going to judge the women around us as well. And I always think of kind of like the adage around like, if a man walks into a room and it's full of a bunch of guys he doesn't know, he will generally assume like, oh, these are probably all like really cool guys. I'm probably going to get along with them well. Like we'll probably be buddies. And when a woman walks into a room full of other women that she doesn't know, she feels like, oh my God, they're probably judging me. They're probably bitchy. They're probably all already friends and going to exclude me from this situation. And of course these are generalizations, but there is a seed of truth there. And I think that's what you're getting at, right? Because it's like, as long as we have that within us where we're judging self and we're feeling like we can't take up space and it's not safe for us to just be who we are in a room, then we'll naturally project that onto other women as well, whether that's actually true or not. And in most cases, it's not. Hello, beautiful souls. Today's episode is so, so good. And before we jump in, I have some exciting news to share. If you've ever wondered where you're blocking money, this is for you. I've created a free quiz to diagnose your money wounds so you can heal them and unblock yourself to receive more money. Just go to moneywoundsquiz.com and answer six quick questions to get your insanely accurate and potent results. And if you're loving my vibe and want to work one-on-one to call in more feminine energy wealth, I would love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on social media or go to emilywilcox.com to learn more. Hey, hey, I've got such a juicy episode for you today. Quickly before we dive in, many of you have reached out to ask how we can work together. And I do have limited openings to work with me via one-on-one private coaching inside the Rise Mastermind. And I've actually even opened up a few spots for human design readings. So if you're ready to step into feminine energy wealth, this is for you. If you're serious about ditching those old limiting beliefs, you're tired of having to hustle to grow your business and income, and you're ready to attract more money, joy, and ease from feminine energy, this is for you. If you're tired of being in control all the time and feeling the pressure of your business and your household, then this is for you. If you want to be relaxed and work in life, but don't know how without all the balls dropping, then this is for you. So head to Instagram or Facebook and send me a DM, or you can click the link in the show notes. Take the action now that your future self will thank you for. Hello, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited because if you watched my Instagram stories or seen my photo shoots, you know that sisterhood and in-person retreats are something really important to me. And this is such a special moment because I am coming to you live from Newport Beach, California, and it's not just me. I have some incredibly special guests that are here and to collaborate for a super special podcast. And before I introduce all the incredible women that are here, I just want to talk a little bit about what we're doing and just set the stage. So it's nine o'clock at night. We're sitting around a kitchen island. We've had a gorgeous day of brunch, of crystal shopping, of prepping for a photo shoot, being out in nature and 
experiencing sisterhood and like the beauty of these relationships together and the magic of having all of that captured by an incredible photographer. Then we went to dinner and we bought some chocolate. We got some tea. We came back and changed into our jammies. <laughs> and now we are here to record this podcast. And the reason that we wanted to come together in this way was really to talk about sisterhood because we know that so many ourselves and former versions of ourselves included struggle to develop deep connection with other women. And, you know, often we see women that thrive more in this go it alone mentality in business and really struggle to receive support. So if you've ever wondered like what it would be like to be inside of a women's mastermind, can you go deep? Can you get vulnerable? Like, is it safe to talk about money, about sex, about relationships, about fears? Do you just stick to business strategy? We're here to like show you the the behind the scenes of how we all met, how we came together, how we use sisterhood and these relationships to deepen our own relationships with self, with each other, and also to grow our businesses. So on that note, I was so excited to introduce the all of the incredible women sitting in this circle. So we'll start with Trish Taylor. Trish is an incredible like celebrity stylist turned visibility coach. She's so multifaceted and talented in her abilities to help women create a style that feels good, feel good in their bodies, get seen and get visible like in social media and in all of their content. And I would just love for all of us to kind of go around and talk about the way that we see Trish and then we'll let her fill in any blanks if we missed anything. (laughs) Oh, I see Trish as probably the most embodied person I know and so inspiring in her ability to connect together, sort of weave in our human practical realm with just being like this almost soulful, like ethereal being on this planet. She's also an amazing friend, so supportive. Oh my gosh, we're not even a minute in and you're making me cry here. (laughs) Such a beautiful and amazing and supportive friend and just like loyal to the core. She's also just, hilarious, super witty, probably the best copywriter that I know, like funny as everything. Amen. So good. I love her. Trish is, oh my gosh, I feel like there's going to be a lot of similarities here. Super embodied, super carefree. I just see you bouncing around. I see you as this little but massive energy fairy that just like Sprinkles your pixie dust on all of us. And to your point, it's like amazing content creator on top of that, that gets to inspire and help so many women do the same thing and step into their own body and light and journey to do exactly what you're doing for themselves and what they're here to do. Mm -hmm. So... I'm a Libra. So what comes up for me is like the aesthetic piece. Mm-hmm. So everything you touch is just visual magic, mm-hmm. but beneath that is you mm-hmm. and yeah. 
your that is just your expression of your truth and your beliefs. And so it's there's just such beauty surrounding everything you do, but that's just a reflection of the inner beauty and just such a beautiful visual representation that literally is magnetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trish, how does it feel to receive that? Oh my gosh. Like I honestly did. I knew that we were going to structure it this way, but I had no idea, honestly, receiving those beautiful words and, and just the reflection of how you see me is such a gift. Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, we spend this time really intentionally together in this way, supporting each other and building each other up, it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to truly be seen by someone else. And in this space, it feels so safe. And so I think as I was listening to everyone, I just feel so grateful that finally you see me the way that I've always wanted to be seen mm-hmm. and that I feel comfortable receiving it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a big change that's happened to me mm-hmm. because had you reflected all of that on me a year ago or two years ago, I would have not believed it. I would have tried to belittle it. I would have, mm-hmm. you know, oh no, you know, no, you're the perfect fairy bouncing around. No, 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 you're the amazing Libra sister. So it's such a gift to be able to be in this sisterhood yes. and to truly, you know, step into our own like highest self in this way. So mm. it feels like such a gift and I couldn't have introduced okay. myself in a, you know, a better way. So thank you so much. Yay. Yeah, I love grateful. it. I love it. Next we have Leah Pickard and Leah is so incredible. She inspires me because she has such a beautiful way of sharing about how to rewild yourself, how to like get back to the ways that we're supposed to be living and to, you know, heal your body from the inside out, how to clean up your physical environment. And Leah, I love that you do it with, from such a place of like joy and abundance, Mm -hmm. because it never makes me feel bad for all of the toxic crap that I have in my household (laughs) and I'm putting on and in my body every day. I just feel like, oh, Leah just taught me a little something and now I can like make a little swap and make an upgrade. And I just feel like you bring such a beautiful light and joyful energy to a topic that's like so important, but is often done in a way that like feels to me like fear-mongering or like I've done something wrong. So for me, Leah, oh my gosh. Okay. So you're like a sister from another family for me. And I love, and I feel like the story is so appropriate for this podcast. And I think I've told you the story. The first time I ever saw you was at an event and you had just joined the mastermind, like a mastermind. And I remember you standing up and you're like, oh my gosh, like, look at her. Like, she's so cool. Like, I can't imagine like us ever being friends or whatever. Like you just felt so far away. And then a year, year and a half later, we were in the same mastermind. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like it's so funny to how the universe works and how in that time I did so much healing and growth and all the things. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like we're the same. Like we're both people. Like it's the best. And you just welcome people with open arms and an open heart. And you you meet people. I'm going to cry. You meet people where they are. And you're just, you're the best support ever. (laughs) 
And it's just it's so good. I'm so grateful for you. I'm going to leave it there because crying is really hard to talk. <laughs> but I love you so much. Hmm. So the first thing that comes to mind when I think of you is when we were on the mastermind calls. And let me back up because we're in an energy system now where originality flourishes and being a way shower like flourishes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of us would be on the mastermind calls behind our desks, like taking calls and Leah would be skipping around in the woods, (laughs) collecting feathers, catching feathers as they fall from the sky, going for a walk. Like there's just an etheric, light, joyful, Mm -hmm. playful quality. And it's, you're the embodiment of what this new energy system is all about. So Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. I mean, Leah, you are just such a wealth of just incredible knowledge. And just honestly, just so like such a beautiful soul, you know, mm-hmm. I just am so grateful because every time I need some sort of support, you're always just a beacon of light shining away, you know, down the path. And you're right. She does it in such a beautiful way that doesn't make you feel like you've taken a misstep or you've done something wrong. She reminds you to bring play back into your life and reminds you how to get closer to who you are. And so, and it through detox, through, you know, body, through mind, through spirit. And it's just so multifaceted. I think that you're such a gift, the way that you granularly break down on it, the way that we can come back home to a healthier body, a healthier mind and soul. Mm-hmm. We can be closer to who we're meant to be. Mm-hmm. So Leah, how does it feel receiving this? And do you feel like we were able to accurately reflect what you do and, and what you share with the world? Thank you so much. I do receive, I receive it. And like Trish said, I think maybe even a couple of years ago, I don't know that I could even have heard it, Mm. right? Or comprehended. Like I could have heard it, you would have communicated it, but I'm not sure I would have comprehended it. And it really does feel so good Mm. to hear some of the words that reflect how I want to show up in the world. Yeah. So thank you so much for saying that and for seeing me. And I love that I know each of you. I know your babies. I know your fur babies. I know your husband's like, it just, it feels so good to have that connection. Yeah. And I absolutely feel like you captured that and to, to feel like you see not just me, mm-hmm. right. Not the physical me, because nothing about what you described is related to that. <laughs> but the thing that you see through the eyes, through the heart, into the soul. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. We have Emma Jensen here in this circle. And Emma is the human design queen. She absolutely changed my life with that incredible tool. She's also an animal communicator. And Emma, like you are so generous with all of your gifts. It's It truly lights you up. You know, I've been in so many informal settings with you where you, you want to know, you're like, do you know your birth time? Like it's human design truly is the way that you see the world. And you're so generous with sharing what you know, and the way that you see people through that tool, like you want them to be able to see it and really step into, you know, their 
true way of being Mm -hmm. as well. And same thing with animals, like you're generous (laughs) to a fault with, you know, your desire to give a voice and, you know, Mm -hmm. to really help animals and their owners and man, like it's been such a gift to my family. Mm -hmm. Human design is a tool that I feel like I use either consciously or subconsciously every single day. And so thank you for that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I remember when, Emma, when you joined the mastermind, I was like, my plate was so full. I didn't have the capacity to take in what this human design thing was. And I was like, who is this chick that just keeps talking about this? Every time someone brings something up, I'm like, it's like overwhelming. And then my plate cleared a little bit. And I was like, all right, let me set up a situation with her so I can understand why she's so excited about this stuff. (laughs) Literally has changed my life. I parent better. I relate to people better. I understand myself more deeply. And I mean, as you know, you come into my program every month to guest speak. That's how passionate I am about it now. And aside from that, you're just a straight fairy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like so well-versed in human design, but there's just an element to you that's like, you can't even like describe <laughs> unless you're experiencing it. So you've changed my life. Thank you. Gosh. I mean, we're all going to say the same thing, right? You literally (laughs) changed my life. (laughs) Literally. Like I'm burnout, adrenal fatigue, and like totally stressed out, Mm -hmm. like taking on everybody else's responsibilities, running a business that I wasn't excited about. And enter Emma. She's like, uh, yeah, you're basically living your entire life in a different way (laughs) than you should be. (laughs) So my gosh, like you literally changed how I see myself, which is why I believe that I'm able to step into this more embodied role. It's such a gift. You are really such a gift in so many, so many of our lives. And also beyond that, just watching you, like how you function as a projector, as your true self has given me so much permission to step into like stronger boundaries for my own energy. Just watching you, you know, take care of yourself, like literally learning how to nurture yourself, to like reparent yourself, to be in like communion with the things that you need has been such a gift. So witness in you and from you and just to be in sisterhood with you. Thank you. I just don't know anyone who more fiercely works toward living in your authentic design Mm -hmm. and that you show that to you model that you don't just teach people about themselves you work so hard so not so hard right you work (laughs) actually maybe so hard (laughs) but you work so deeply to be the truest self that you can be right to remember that and to live in alignment to live in alignment. Like that word always, that for me, that is like the word that I think of when I think of you is you're always working. And in a way that is always really generous to yourself. And that when you're generous to yourself, you remind us, remind me to be generous to myself. Like, oh, that was like, you can just come back. You can just come back. You can just remember to come back. And I, in our family, we call you Snow White because we are always messaging about being in the woods and like, I see you standing with your arms out and like a horse, like with its head next to yours, like maybe licking your face and some birds on your arms, just splitting about. 
Because you are so, I feel like you really connect back into what matters for this planet. And you see like the spirit of like a mother earth as related to like the spirit, the body, the earth body and your body as connected. And in that way, I'm so grateful for someone to be so curious with. You're so curious and I love that. And it's so much fun to be curious with you and just do this life with you. Thank you. How are you feeling right now, Emma? Oh my gosh. I mean, what's coming up is like, yeah, like, yes, this is exactly what I'm here to do. Like what I want to do and, and why I'm so passionate about it and why I'm always like, Oh, do you know, <laughs> do you know, do you know, do you have this? Like, and I mean, receiving it is, is still something I'm working on and it feels so good because it's such a safe space and you know what we've all created together that it just feels easy that when you find those spaces or you create those spaces with your people that you're able to just open up way more and allow things mm-hmm. in than when maybe you're out in your quote unquote normal life and you feel like you need to like guard a little bit more so fully receiving thank you especially this image of of the the birds and the horses that's that's the goal i love it so thank you all so much oh i love it this circle is so freaking magical and there's still more introductions to be done so we have molly hamill and molly when you talk about the age of originality, girlfriend, like that is so you. <laughs> and it's been incredible. Like I feel so honored to witness so much of your transformation in so many ways that your gifts have blossomed. Like you're incredibly psychic. You channel information and it comes through with such uniqueness and originality. And I feel like you have this really cool balance of feminine and masculine energy and like your approach to life and your ability to deliver these messages that are really like ahead of their time, but they're what we need to hear right now in order to usher us into this next phase of life and like really up-leveling the planet. So it's like just so cool to know you and and I feel like to have a backseat to all of it, because when we met, it wasn't like this was all like nicely packaged up with a bow on it. Like it's been this transition. And I fully believe that like, you're just scratching the surface of like all of the things that you're meant to do here. And it's like such a gift to just watch it all unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It truly is. And I mean, I, I'm so with you here because the things that you share with us, like the teachings that you're here to bring light to, you do in such a way that's so grounded. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for like the truly like esoteric things that you bring into our consciousness that allow us to step into this like new evolved versions of ourselves. But you do it in a way that's so easy and simple for us to understand and to integrate to actually like take in the wisdom that you're delivering and also like move forward with it, like actually use it. It's such a skill and it's something that, you know, it's really hard to master. And so 
gosh, and you do it in like such a fun way. I mean, like total, total Libra soul sister over here, right? Like mm, aesthetically, so beautiful. <laughs> Just vibing all over the place. <laughs> like, all of your images and websites. And I think it's just so much fun because you truly attract the people into your world that just create the most beautiful communities to learn and thrive in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly, when I think of the first time that we met in person, <laughs> you sat down next to me at dinner and I don't know, I was talking like a million miles a minute and you're like, hmm, I like you. <laughs> And it reminds me of this multifaceted, but really ultimately like weaving together is that you are someone who speaks truth and you fight for what you desire and what you know to be right. And then you're also this magical, truly magical. So at that same time that we met you, we had this photo shoot. You literally look like a mermaid. Like you literally look like a mermaid. And then I remember I was at one of your master classes and there was, you had a picture behind you and it literally looked like you had a glowing crown on. It was as if there was like source flowing into you. So there's this combination of like, it's flowing in and then rooting down, like rooting down. Like I think of you as just like a mama who is like so passionate about creating a like creating your family and then creating the space for others to have a world that where their families can thrive, mm-hmm. like to change the world. Like that's the scale of the work that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the word grounded feels just so apt for just like being in your presence, whether virtually or in person that you, even though you like live up here, right? Like in space and all the things, your presence is so grounded, which makes things so real. And also what a lot of people are saying, like easy to understand and then put into practice. It's like a no brainer. So it makes it really like fun and easy to do. And so if you don't do it, it's kind of on you for not doing it. Right. It's not like you made it difficult or too hard or too long. It's just like, it's on us. And what I love so much just with working with you and everything that you give yourself so much permission to do what's best for you. Like when something doesn't feel right, you don't move forward. You're like, no, we're not doing it because there's something that hasn't fallen into place. And you trust so deeply in your soul that whatever it's going to come, because you know, like you, you have this deep knowing that what's for you will occur and you don't rush it. You just sit in that trust and that belief and allow everything around you to transform, which gives me so much permission to do the same thing. So it's so inspiring for me to witness and to work with you and to see you in that power because it's like, oh, oh, right. Like we can do that. And the world will transform around us in order for that to occur. And you don't have to force it. So like, that's the biggest gift. Like I've witnessed and the channeling is just next level. And I remember when you told me, I was like, well, of course you can channel. That makes so much sense. And it's so profound. (laughs) So thank you for sharing it with us and not just keeping it to yourself that you easily could do. Yeah. 
Molly, how does it feel to receive that? It's like, I just went through a journey over time. So we started our mastermind. I mean, I was literally like getting my girl off the boob and just starting to work again. And then two months later, my channels open up and I'm like, what is, what is this? You know? And, um, so you really work on that journey with me. We'll understand my journey better than most people that I will come across in my life. And also I'm so tired and I, blame you because my body was having FOMO and decided in the next period we can have early to match half of you people here. So it's the first day of my cycle and I'm exhausted. <laughs> Even though my heart's so full. So I need to really listen to this to really take it. <laughs> Welcome to being in true sisterhood. <laughs> yeah. If you aren't cycling together, do you even yeah. like each other? Cycling together on Luka Luka, like that's how you know when you're in sync. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. Well, and I'm going to play along. I'm going to play yes, along. Right. So have at it. Well, I, you're a coffee and crystal lover. So <laughs> it's still, be still my heart. <laughs> but you know, we met when you were, a, we were both participants in our mastermind. And now I'm like, you're part of my branch, the most fucking badass business coach. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And to like witness it and to see it and to experience your little drops of wisdom. Like I'm a generator. Yeah. You can design, go see Emma. If you know what that means. <laughs> and there's been so many times where you've said just one little thing and I'm like, boom, right turn. Like I, I know exactly what that means and you do it, you know, your way is like the feminine way, but it's really what you're doing is healing the feminine wounds you're mm. doing it in a balance of masculine and feminine mm-hmm. because you're strong in both of those energies and that's like a joy to watch i see you so effortlessly like you were doing a story earlier and the joy with which you're doing things is like oh my god it's so fun to be around we keep throwing the word embodied around but that's truly truly mm. what it is to see it in action is like just so inspiring and everyone you know when you follow Emily on Instagram, you'll see all of this, but like for me to witness it in person, it's just like, it's healing. Mm-hmm. It's healing because we've been around these business communities and spiritual communities and not to judge anyone, but there's a lot of times where what you're seeing on the gram and what you're seeing behind the scenes is totally different. And you are integrated with my friend in how you're showing up behind the scenes and how you're showing up on the camera and on your podcast. And that's like a true just joy and inspiration to be a part of. So thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you live your life with such like integrity yeah. to what makes you feel good. It's so expansive to be in your energy and in your space to just see the way that you manifest all of these incredible opportunities into your life. And you're not afraid to go for it and mm-hmm. ask for more and to see yourself in this fun new way. Like it's so exciting to just watch you boldly, bravely move forward into literally uncharted waters for you and just do it with such like confidence and mm-hmm. ease because you truly do, you know, walk the walk, walk, talk, whatever. <laughs> but it's so exciting for me to see it as you develop all of these different avenues for your business and your family and just, just expand into more fun mm-hmm. to just let it be easy, let it be simple rather. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful because you, you pull back the curtain on so many things that people are unwilling or scared to talk about. Like even just this conversation 
here on your podcast, your entire podcast in general, talking about money, healing those wounds. I mean, it's things that in many other communities that I've been a part of, masterminds and and courses and whatnot, they're not willing to go there or they're really inflated, you know, things that are not necessarily true. And so it's, it's really generous for you to share these pieces of yourself mm-hmm. and invite us to do the same and do the, do the much needed work around it to heal not only ourselves, but our future generations as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. From the first moment we met, we sat down and then proceeded to talk for hours <laughs> and we've now slept together <laughs> in a bed. If we're Share, not sharing a bed, is it even it's, a retreat? It's not a retreat. <laughs> we now shared a bed and stayed up with so many more hours talking. And one of the first things I noticed, and part of the reason I noticed is because let's be honest, most people are not like this. You asked me about me. Mm-hmm. Like you genuinely love to learn about people mm-hmm. and make them feel seen and heard in ways that are really profound. Because then not only do you listen, but then you use your little magical wisdom. You have this ability to take what they say mm-hmm. and reflect it back to them with these little profound mm-hmm. bites that are like, put that on a quote card, like (laughs) moments and make them feel like what they, not only were they seen and heard, but that what they just said to you was magical. Mm -hmm. So you make people see the magic within themselves, really, truly. And I'm so grateful for that. Brave was going to be a word that I was going to use to describe you as well. Mm -hmm. Like so brave. Mm -hmm. You're also really curious and interested in how I can make my life better. Mm -hmm. And I know you know that that's modeling that for your children and for anyone else in your life. And be yourself despite knowing, not even despite knowing that likely you're going to get pushed back on that from society, friends, family, whatever it might be. Still continue to move forward with it. So thank you for always being so inspiring, for asking, for listening, for being such a amazing space holder, which you're literally doing right now. And nobody can see you doing this, but every single time she looks at each of us, I've never seen you smile so big. Like it's making me cry. Like you are lit up just listening to us speaking. And that's a gift, like truly a gift to the world. Okay. I would say to add on to all of this, you're also so unapologetically you, which is so inspiring and also gives so much permission to everybody else to do the same for themselves, whether it's standing up for themselves or it's going after the thing they want to go after. And another way we could say that is you're very in design, right? As a manifest, like as a manifesting generator, like you're on point, right? Like you give yourself that permission to go after all the things that light you up and you go after them full hearted and open hearted. And it's because of that, that all of these things, at least I will say from the outside, look effortless and fun and exciting and lit up. And that is so fun to watch because it's like, Oh, 
that's what's possible for all of us, regardless of what design we are or Enneagram or whatever, like, right? That's what's possible. And you know who you are and you don't try to be anybody else. And I love that so much. And that you have this courage and bravery to go into the waters that we all need healing and we all need to go in like off the deep end. We were talking about going off the the deep end or whatever it is in, in the ocean that we can't necessarily see, but like we need to go explore so that we can see the treasure and the magical beings, mermaids, and who knows what else that live underneath there so that our lives can be even more enriched. So thank you for that. And Emily, how does it feel to receive that? (laughs) It feels so good. It feels so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. If you don't have people in your life like this, that can reflect your impact back to you, find some people because this feeling that we just all experience is so important. We don't get it enough. We don't let ourselves fully receive it when we do get it. And this is like, this is the fuel. And we're trying to fuel like a rocket ship that's going to go into outer space and you know, like go to galaxies we've never been to before. And so we can't do that on an empty tank. And it feels really good to know that this is being recorded, that when this is published, that we can all come back to just Mm -hmm. this piece whenever Mm -hmm. we feel like we've forgotten what our impact is or what our gifts are. So where the episode honestly could end and feel amazing. It's really just getting started, but holy smokes, how fun is this? Because I think what we've unintentionally just done is embodied and like shared such a powerful example of what it's like to be in this kind of sisterhood. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all had a journey to get to this place, right. Mm -hmm. To develop relationships of this depth to do the inner work in ourselves where we're a match for these types of friendships, where we can receive this type of support and love and mirroring back to us of our own gifts. So I'd love to just like open the mic to talk a little bit about this type of sisterhood. And I guess what I'm curious is, did you feel like you already had this or did we all kind of develop it together through the experience of like being in a mastermind together? So I'll go, uh, this is Emma. And I feel like I did have some of this before going on my personal development journey and masterminds and different things in a little bit of a different way. And I found it through kind of if anybody's into tarot, kind of having one of those like tower cards, right? It's like things kind of crashing down and then rebuilding where I went off to study abroad and I had these two friends who gave me these letters, the kind of going away party, whatever. And they're like, read them on the plane. So I'm reading them on the plane as I'm, you know, flying thousands of miles for the first time away from people by myself. 
And it was that both letters were like, we feel like we're not friends anymore, like all these different things. And I'm like, I'm not sure how to respond to this. And so I got to this study abroad program where I didn't know anybody. And I just had this like breakup with friends, essentially, like Dear John letters, I guess, on the plane. I'm like, my life's just like, it's so dramatic. Yeah, I know. And, but it was through that program that I have like the best friends. Like I was able to build these like beautiful relationships out of that, that really helped restore my like faith, I guess, like in women friendships mm-hmm. and female friendships, which then I was able to really bring into in such a deeper way coming into masterminds and starting to do really like the healing inner work from things like that to be able to go even deeper. But I'm so grateful for that group of girls that I'm still really close with now because that was really the first time I've had like that kind of friendship or relationship where I felt safe to share Mm. and know that it like wasn't going to go anywhere Mm. because I also had plenty of those friendships that like, oh, I won't tell anybody. And then like everybody knows. Okay, great. So I'm so grateful for that. Mm, I love that you just said that. This is trash. (laughs) Um, but I think that that really resonated so deeply with me if I didn't feel safe Mm. and like I didn't feel safe being seen I didn't feel safe sharing my voice and opinions and I mean that goes all the way back to childhood you're not not fully being able to speak my truth or be allowed or feeling like I belonged and so for me I think joining these uh, very masculine masterminds was like a gateway into beginning to advocate for myself, mm-hmm. beginning to open up the throat chakra, to be able to, to like witness the gifts and like the magic and like the power that I had inside of me to know how to navigate. And what I didn't realize was is that in my pursuit of like trying to find structure and, you know, safety and security, I was really following my intuition, which was leading me to community Mm. and sisterhood and building a deeper trust within myself. And I think allowing myself to truly see myself allowed me to then open up to friendships like this. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have been able to be, as you said in the very beginning, to like be a match for a friendship like this if I wasn't open to seeing who I really was, you know, Mm. comfortable Mm. with my opinions, comfortable with my desires. I'm like, I have a little, I'm burping right now. It's like a little energy is clearing. Mm-hmm. So if any of you listening have that like sensation too, right? Like a little burp or a little like, oh, <laughs> cleared that together. <laughs> yeah, I think this topic of friendship amongst women is really interesting because on surface, it looks like women are so naturally in community together, right? Like, little girls on the playground and then, you know, girls passing notes and giggling and having inside jokes and like having this little sisterhood, like from the outside, it appears that that happens really naturally, I think throughout our lives. And I think often we think we have that too. And it's not until we get to a certain level of our own understanding of self Mm-hmm. that we're able to really examine the places where there actually isn't depth, where we've put up protections, 
where we've kept things at a distance or at surface level or comfortable, or maybe there is a little bit of a deep seated mistrust, Mm -hmm. but we never could put a finger on it. And so I guess what I'm saying is it's not as though any of us probably from the outside ever looked like, oh, that poor lonely girl that didn't have good friendships. It's I not totally You did? I was that girl. Yeah. <laughs> Trish was that girl. Definitely. I was like thinking back to like what you're saying right now, like, oh, little girls on the playground having fun. Like, no, no, no. I mean, they were like, you know, like we just, I was like, you know, bullied a little um, and yeah. And so like, that's part of it too, right? Yeah. And so I'm sure we'll get into this talking about like, you know, past lives and things that we've experienced, but also like in this life, yes, I definitely had that, like the deep seated, like mistrust. Yeah. And even like friendships and college and things like that. I never allowed myself to get close enough. Always, always like a wall, a boundary. It's so interesting too. Mm-hmm that we were talking about like the different, so my name is really Patricia. (laughs) Like the different ways that I introduce myself, I still have a little bit of that wall sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just allowing people to see, you know, the real me or not. If I feel safe or not. If she introduces herself to you as Patricia, that that's when you know you're an outer circle friend. So <laughs> we're not friends yet. We we've just outed her her protection mechanism. Uh, but yes, this deep-seated mistrust, and even Emma, your story about like these dear John letters, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether we've had that experience in this lifetime or not, there's this concept of the sisterhood wound. And I had never heard it referred to as such, but regardless, we've all experienced it to one extent or another. And the way that I understand it is that basically like when you go back to the times of, you know, witches being burned at the stake, there were women that were either literally being killed because they were powerful women And not only that, but they were being outed as witches by other women. And so what you had was, you know, women being backstabbed to the nth degree and dying. And then the women that were surviving had saved their own skin by turning their back on another woman. And the collective trauma that happened because of that, we now know that when we experience these types of trauma, that it actually does change our DNA Mm -hmm. and that you know, that's what's gotten passed down through all of these X chromosomes. And so whether or not we feel like we have a wound or an experience that we can trace back to being backstabbed or feeling mistrust or, or, you know, having an issue with another woman, it's like, it's there in our DNA to be healed collectively. And now we're in this beautiful time and space where it's really meant to happen if we're feeling called to it. And anyone that's listening to this podcast, like you wouldn't be here, you wouldn't be listening to this episode if you weren't feeling that inner call to heal sisterhood wounds. So I'm super curious to hear like, do you feel like you knew about sisterhood wounds? Like, did you know that you had one or 
what was your experience of all of that? Like both discovering that you had the wound and like healing it in community. This Leah. And I want to add to thinking about the way the sisterhood wound even still exists in a context of a patriarchy Mm. where feminine, female, misogyny, the misogyny around that teaches girls to hate themselves. And we all know if we hate ourselves, we can't truly, how can we love another woman? How can we, how can we be respectful to a friend? And that self-hatred and that hatred of women being perpetuated for me, I didn't see that. I didn't see it. I know I wasn't aware of it. And to tie it into the other question as well, in terms of my friendships were all very superficial because so much of it was around the body, things that often are in our culture. You know, the classic mean girl scene of like, oh no, but I hate myself more. I hate myself more. I hate this more. And for me, friendships were very much vampire, like felt like vampire energy, like vampire taking a lot of my energy and even conditional, right? Conditional, conditional, right? Like do this, right? Absolutely. And for me, the realization of the sisterhood wound came when I saw the role I was playing that those friends, they weren't taking advantage of me. They weren't vampires that I was drawing that because of my own views about myself and probably women. Mm. And so when I made that connection, which is not, which was far into my adult life. Yeah. I mostly went without friends. I, you know, I always had, I was always the person who had like the best friend that was a guy. Yeah. And so it was well into my adult life before I recognized that and really saw that. And then you helped me kind of put language to it mm. when you directed me to us talking about the witch wound and the sisterhood wound. So I think it's not something that's in our consciousness because in general, in our consciousness, maybe even a better way to put it, in our subconscious is this misogynistic view. Yeah. That... Yeah causes us to, whether we're willing to say it or not, be a self-hatred that has to get healed. Yeah. And without that own, without our own self-hatred getting healed, we cannot draw in the relationships that are truly deep and vulnerable and authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a good point, right? Like if we're judging our own bodies, if we're judging what we look like, the way that we take up space, then naturally we're going to judge the women around us as well. And I always think of kind of like the adage around like, if a man walks into a room and it's full of a bunch of guys he doesn't know, he will generally assume like, oh, these are probably all like really cool guys. I'm probably going to get along with them well. Like we'll probably be buddies. And when a woman walks into a room full of other women that she doesn't know, she feels like, oh my God, they're probably judging me they're probably bitchy. They're probably all already friends and going to exclude me from this situation. And of course these are generalizations, but there is a seed of truth there. And I think that's what you're getting at, right? Because it's like, as long as we have that within us where we're judging 
self and we're feeling like we can't take up space and it's not safe for us to just be who we are in a room, then we'll naturally project that onto other women as well, whether that's actually true or not. And in most cases, it's not. Well, I I think too, like our society has taught us to pit us against each other, Mm. right? Like that it is about competition and that they are judging us because we are not good enough and and we don't see ourselves as worthy to step into these embodied friendships, like who we really are. And so I think that that, that too right there was like such a crux for me. It's like, I felt like I was always trying to compete with someone else for, you know, a higher position for mm. a better job for the visibility. Like, I mean, it's a whole new level when you, when you put yourself into the entrepreneurship realm. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that was so beautifully said. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Molly and I, there's like so much that I can, little pieces that I could pick up for mm-hmm. what each of you just said, but I think a lot of women have an energetic agenda of self-protection mm-hmm. because still today in society, like mm-hmm. we're not paid equally, you know, yeah. if you look at the statistics and there's so many structures that still exist that tell us we're not equal. That puts us in the cycle of the old era energy of like, well, I can work harder. I can mm-hmm. be smarter. I can do this. And so we're constantly on the wheel of like proving. And so we don't feel safe. We don't, all of that is on us and we're projecting it in different areas of our lives. And that is what blocks us from that vulnerability mm-hmm. and from showing up in our essence and all that stuff. Cause that doesn't feel safe in mm-hmm. so many environments. And it takes a lot of courage. And that's like the feminine courage that is that is feminine in her power to walk into a room and to say maybe will people will be talking about me maybe they won't but I'm still going to stand in my authentic power right now not ego and open myself up and be vulnerable and whatever happens happens and that's I think like the energy that we're being invited to step into in this era that we're living in yeah and to just notice like is this coming from self-protection because when we're tempted to do that with others like it's a fear and I mean fear gates hello human design I have all but one so I understand <laughs> I have consistent access to all the fears, all the fears. Fear and, us repeating itself. and all the intuition yeah it's not just fear it's true <laughs> very true but I mean when I started channeling last year like one of the first things that really came through totally triggered my recovering Catholicism but was like Mary Magdalene and like how she was rewritten in history mm-hmm. and there was like mm-hmm. this energy put upon the collective consciousness of women mm-hmm. her you know like her gospel was like buried and burned and everything else like it's we carry that ancestral trauma mm-hmm. um, and trauma from our own lives, but we're at a point where we get to examine it and excavate it. And we get to decide that we want to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Even if it feels scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> certain points and put ourselves out there and risk it like mom groups. I mean, I can tell when someone's looked me up online because all of a sudden they don't ask questions about my career because there's someone who's not comfortable Mm-hmm. with channeling or oh my god that one's like crazy she talks ghosts or whatever you know like there's a there's an instant thing and so I what's important to me is have to have a sisterhood like this to be able to be fully candid and mm-hmm. transparent with that and there's different sisterhoods for different reasons like the mama groups or yeah. this one we have it all <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's out there it's just releasing some of that 
self-protection and allowing ourselves to get vulnerable in it. Yeah. And this is Emily. And what you speak to is exactly right. Like we've been conditioned to be in our masculine energy. Like Trish, when you were talking about, like we've been taught to compete. Right. Mm -hmm. And so all of us really met and got to know each other inside of Amber Lilliestrom's inner circle mastermind, shout out Amber. Mm -hmm. And I know when I went in there, you know, again, this wasn't a conscious thing. Like, oh, I have this sisterhood wound. So this is my way of being. I just was in my masculine energy. And so I had kind of a bend towards achievement, towards competition. And so I was like sizing up everyone. Like, well, who's making the most money? Who has the biggest business? Like essentially, how do I how do I be the star student Mm -hmm. in this scenario? Which meant that like, of course I didn't want to be vulnerable around like the competition, so to speak. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And because I felt so unsafe in my feminine energy, I didn't know how to do that. The masculine was what I knew how to do. And so what you're speaking to Molly is learning how to step into our feminine and how to be more balanced. And when you look at the feminine energy, it's receiving. Mm -hmm. And when you look at how women stand in their power, it is standing shoulder to shoulder, arms locked with other women. Mm -hmm. Because if we can't receive support, if we're in a go it alone mentality, then by definition, we're not in our feminine energy. this is Molly. And I think like I a hundred percent to everything you just said. And then the byproduct of that is helping the men in our lives get in touch with their empowered feminine, because we both men and women have masculine and feminine energies and they too have been programmed yes. to be in overdrive with their masculine. Yes. And so they're not part of the sisterhood, mm-hmm. but they are, you know, a part of yes. <laughs> yes. But they benefit from the sisterhood. Yeah. They benefit from us stepping into yeah. our feminine energy. They benefit from us tapping into sex magic, <laughs> healing all of our issues. <laughs> but yes, amen to that. So I'm curious, as we've been able to heal this wound, like how do you feel that sisterhood has been an important piece in your own like personal evolution, but also in growing your business and like making the kind of impact on the world that you want to make. This is Emma. For me, it really gave me permission to actually be who I'm meant to be, right? I'm a projector. I'm not meant to work in a very traditional way. And that's what I've done because that's what was modeled to me. And that's how you're supposed to be successful and do all the things. And it was finding sisterhood and having that support and being so immersed in not only feminine energy, but also masculine, but more because I also was very in my masculine and being in that feminine energy gave me the permission to say, oh no, you actually can do it differently. You can be softer. You don't have to push. You don't have to work so hard because working hard in the way you're doing it is burning you out and making you unhealthy and making you really bitter, which is no fun for anyone. And it allowed me to build the life that I have and build the business that is 
still relatively new that I'm still growing. And it's through the support of all of the sisters that not only allows me, you know, to have what we've been doing and giving like, oh yeah, like I never thought of doing it that way. Like, let me pivot and let me try it out because I know I'm supported in that. And if I have an oh shit moment, I also know exactly who to go to to be like, excuse me, I need a little support. I need a little grounding to help me through this. And so for me, it's really allowed me to build the life that I'm meant to be living and impact the people I'm meant to be impacting in the world in the way that I'm meant to do it. So just a little small thing. Else. <laughs> This is my, like, for me, it's so exciting to be a part of it because everything we were just talking about by doing this very thing, we're changing things Mm -hmm. and we're not repeating cycles from the past. And I'm not in an MLM, but I'm going to use it as an example. Like women are changing their lives by not having to be in an eight to five job where they can't go to their kids' soccer games or like ever see different, you know, plays and stuff with their school and their kids' schools. And so like all of these different ways that women are finding to really have lucrative careers on their terms, like is healing all of those old wounds. And I think it's important for everyone like who's out there doing this stuff to like stop and recognize that. Yeah. And just personally, it's amazing. Like my husband's the best. I love talking to him about stuff, but he puts together billion dollar deals. Like me talking about my business, it's sometimes like apples and oranges. So it's, it's like so important to have, people who understand your journey be on your team. And that's what this group is to me, because I know I don't have to explain the ins and outs. I just get on the boxer and I'm like, (laughs) and you know, a few minutes or a couple hours later, I'm going to get back some sage commentary questions, advice. And that's like worth its weight in gold. Mm -hmm. And it's, it keeps you plugged into something when you're kind of running your own thing, it can feel a little bit isolating and you totally eliminate that whole pattern when you Mm -hmm. have, your tribe. Yeah. Mm, me too. This is Trish. So for me, it gave me permission to ask for help, mm-hmm. which was like a, which was a big deal for me because I never, ever did. It was like, it, you know, as part of our like American culture to bootstrap everything, to do it on your own, to not ask for help, to not need anything from anybody else. And I think that's where that conditional like friendship fear came in mm-hmm. too. And I think having this community that we've created here, the sisterhood has given me the permission and the safety to ask for help, mm-hmm. especially when something comes up. Like I have a lot of, I have got the fear in human design too, the fear of the past repeating itself. And mm-hmm. so like the beautiful thing now is that I have sisters to reflect what I can't see clearly in myself, which is such a gift. And so I can pop in, <laughs> which I do often. <laughs> and I can recognize these patterns in myself, but maybe a piece of the puzzle that I can't see so clearly then is reflected back to me mm-hmm. in such, such a beautiful way that allows me to navigate a situation that would have previously, like, it would have, like, taken me out of the game for a long time. Like, you know, social media hangover, like, <laughs> scared to launch, like, something new, and none of that fear, I mean, that fe- let's be real, like the feeling, the fear is there, but like the fear of my worthiness being affected is no longer there because I've been able to detach from that, just knowing that I am worthy just as I am. Mm-hmm. And you all helped me, you know, step into that. So grateful, grateful. 
This is Leah. And, you know, when it comes to how we evolve in community, literally in community, and it's so interesting when you look at the research, people have probably heard of like fight or flight or rest and digest and rest and restore. But only recently have researchers identified like another core human piece of who we are that is called tend and befriend. And so when I think of what sisterhood has done for me, it allows me actually to truly tend for people, like tend to others, to be supportive because receiving is certainly a piece of that. But to give, anyone knows like all the research on like giving in any way shows that the only, like you are the one who benefits when you do that. And so giving, and giving freely without expectation, without negotiation, without that giving is really valuable. And then of course the receiving. So you need something, you're on Boxer, you can send a 15 minute message on Boxer. I can say, hey, can someone get on a Zoom call with me? And can we talk about this? And that can then look like, hey, can we collaborate on this? Because I still remember, Trish and I had known each other for a year. And yet when we had our first much more feminine mastermind experience together, we left and we were like, let's do this collaboration. And that collaboration, the energy that we had in that was like, I can support her. I can support me. Like if I can support her, I can also support me. And so it's being supported, but in that supporting others, they, you also know that you trust that they can support you and you trust you can support yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just this beautiful, almost like an upward spiral. Mm-hmm. And the more you do it, the more confidence you have in that you are capable, even though you're receiving more and giving more at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. This is Emily. And for me, I feel like learning how to heal this wound and like step into my feminine energy has given me everything because, you know, I knew how to build a business to a certain level of success, like, and, you know, hitting six figure months, like on track for seven figure years and things like that, that are all of like the beautiful, you know, check the box metrics for success. But what was being sacrificed in the process was unsustainable. Like Mm -hmm. I was out of alignment with like what I actually wanted to be talking about, what I actually wanted to be doing, the way I was doing it, the way we were handling marketing, the way we were handling sales, the way that we were working with clients, like all of these different things. But then even beyond the business, like, you know, I thought that I was showing up well in my marriage, like we had a pretty happy, harmonious marriage. Like I thought I was showing up well as a mother, but learning how to trust the feminine energy and how to really be guided by my intuition and trust that I didn't have to have all the answers, that it didn't have to be my plan, that there was actually like a greater plan available. Like it totally changed everything. Just so much more joy. I feel like I get to be surprised by my own life in really beautiful ways. And 
it's brought out so much more childlike playfulness, which Mm -hmm. my kids get to benefit from. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, in my relationship, it's brought back like so much more magic and romance and like just a rebalancing of responsibilities because I wanted to be in charge of my family, which meant masculine energy everywhere. And me leaning back into the feminine, like, has meant also like more support from my husband as well. And like, just a totally different way of being. And it means that like, you know, this group being such a beautiful example, but like, I have friendships now that are like beyond anything I could have dreamed of. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't know that this existed. No. Right. Did not know that this existed and it feels so good. (laughs) It feels so good. So So last question, I'm just curious, like we've shared a bit of the magic of this relationship and this retreat is unique. It's the first one that we've done on our own Mm -hmm. outside of there already being an organized event through a mastermind or something like that. And, you know, it's something that we've been dreaming of and talking about for probably the better part of the year, but does anyone feel called to share anything about the magic of this, like in-person kind of like mini retreat experience or like what you feel like you've gotten out of it? This is Trish. So yeah, totally. Like it's such a, it's so fantastic because you see me in every way. So there's no pretense, you know, like it's so honest, Mm. right. Which is just so fantastic. And I think the the coolest part is that we're open and honest to share the things that are hard. And we know that there's no judgment around it the things that we're feeling into, like it's a safe space for us to, to share our literal dreams of like what we want to create or like downloads that maybe we just had that morning. I mean, that just happened for me. And then you helped me paint a picture of how this could really be brought into reality. So even for me, just in this last trip, like I got clarity on how I want to move forward with a brand new offer. Very exciting. Clarity on how I want to bring people into my world and to serve them in a really fun, tangible way. That's like, that's so unique to me. Mm -hmm. And so that would take like months or like so long in a group program or a mastermind. It's an experience that can happen in like quantum leaps and shifts Mm -hmm. because you're so intimate with each other here. Mm -hmm. They already know the things that you desire and they have your best interests at heart. They see you and reflect you so they can help you get to your decision or the next aligned step more quickly. And I know I've experienced that just in the last, what has it even been 48 hours? I don't think it has. (laughs) Like I've got my 2022 plan. Let's do it. Yeah. So good. Might be some million dollar ideas in there. Multi. Yes. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. And this is Molly. What just came up for you when you were saying that is when we started out, we were at the beach and we did the meditation and we set one of the intentions to time bend. And that's exactly what we did. If you look at everything that's occurred in the last 48 hours, it's a hundred percent what has happened. Mm-hmm. And 
I actually just want to take a moment to just say that if there's anyone out there listening who feels like they aren't connected with their sisterhood, you know, of their dreams or whatever, because I know that I was at that place at points and Mm -hmm. especially as I was like starting out or if I was not ready to out myself fully with certain things. Like I remember what it's like to be in that space Mm -hmm. and maybe be in community, but not feel the depth of like the connection that I'm feeling here that just like set the intention. Mm -hmm. And just because it's not happening now doesn't mean it's not going to happen and set up some mantras that feel exciting too around it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm excited to be a part of the sisterhood that Mm -hmm. nourishes and, you know, loves me or don't judge yourself or like just have some compassion and know that if that's what you want, it will come. Mm -hmm. And it's, so yeah, I'll get off, I'll get off the stage on that one, but yeah. And, you know, we'll make sure that all of our social media links are in the show notes, but like follow each one of these women, because each of us are creating community, you know, through our business offers, whether it's a membership, whether it's a mastermind, whether it's a group program, like we're all finding ways to create this because it's been so transformative for us. This is Emma. I love the in-person stuff so much. I love all the other stuff too, but I love the in-person stuff because you get to be in the energy of everybody for however long you're together. And for somebody who lives alone in the woods with their, with their animals, I don't see people all that often. And when I do, it's not necessarily in this kind of capacity. And when it is, it's much more in a virtual capacity, which is great. And there's something extra special when you're actually together and you can just be hanging out on the couch doing nothing and still like things are just like shifting in you there's just like magic you don't always have to be talking you don't always have to be pulling cards or meditating or whatever talking about business whatever like you just have to be together and it's just in that being that things shift and change and inspire and motivate and that I love being in that energy even though you guys also tire me some <laughs> as a projector with all your energy, but it's such a beautiful thing. And I love being able to spend this time with you, which I'm hoping and setting the intention. It's a regular thing, which of course it will be. And I mean, and to Molly's point, it's set the intention for your own group of people and be open to what that looks like because mm-hmm. I don't think any of us necessarily went into that mastermind being like, these are my people. I'm going to be friends with them forever. Like we're going to do all these crazy things together. No, it just organically happens. And you have to be willing to put yourself in those spaces. Mm. Organic manifestation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, Trish and I were basically bawling earlier. So there's no extra. You don't know what's going to come up. Talk about time, right? (laughs) It's been like a year. (laughs) It's like 48 hours and all the emotions cycling. Yeah. So good. Yeah. This is Leah. And I want to mention something that has felt so important to me this time that I have not ever noticed before Mm. when I've been in physical spaces, even with y'all, is just how much viscerally 
actually touching Mm y'all. Like when we're doing our photo shoot and we're holding hands and it's like Mm -hmm. grabbing and leaning and she's like, lean on her knee, touch her more. I was like, oh my gosh, it felt so good. It felt so good. It just meets that human need for intimacy that doesn't have to be sexual intimacy, right? That need for, for intimacy. And I don't know why I felt it so much more. Perhaps it's because it's post COVID Mm -hmm. and we're more disconnected than we've ever been. Mm -hmm. And that physical touch just is so needed. So I love that I've gotten to just hug and we smile and we run into one another and it's just, it's been amazing. Yes. Yeah. This is Emily. And I feel like I had so many of those moments during our photo shoot too, where I just (laughs) felt like, is this real life? Like, are we really doing this right now? Oh my God. You know, and Emma, to your point too, like there is something so beautiful about in-person because Mm -hmm. it's, it's rarely, and we didn't have a lot of structure for this, but like, even at other retreats where there's been more structure, like for me, the most transformative moments have rarely been part of a structured session. Mm-hmm. It's like the little chat while you're making tea. It's mm-hmm. the little thing that someone says, like, you know how you said this? Like, that's a really good idea. And it made me think of this for you. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's the human connection that happens in the in-between moments and the moments that catch you by surprise that are so transformative. It's one of the reasons that I run in-person retreats as, you know, part of my offers because it is just so magical. Mm. And I don't know if there are people that exist that don't need it, Leah, because I mean, we're all humans. So I feel like we do all need that intimacy, but maybe, maybe some of us, like those of us in this room, (laughs) extra crave it. And that's why it's been so transformative for us. Yeah. And this is Leah. And I'm just, as I was talking with Molly and Trish are laughing about something. I have an emotion. And before you do, please do. But before you do, I just, you, it is almost impossible to be on Zoom and one person start laughing and everybody just like feel the energy and joy of that laughter mm-hmm. in the same way. Mm-hmm. So like they're laughing. We have no idea what they're laughing at, but we're, sure. we're all like smiling. And it's just like, we have mirror neurons. We are meant to be with other people and like share in their emotional yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. So thank y'all for that. And yeah. another beautiful thing about being together. Yeah. No, this is Molly. I'm so immature. I, <laughs> I got the sillies and I could not stop laughing because we're <laughs> taking these photos earlier. And when you see them online, they're going to be gorgeous and they're going to look natural. But sometimes when you're in a position, it's, it's <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> so the photographers should get closer or touch each other. So I don't know why, but I just like stuck my boob into Trish. <laughs> you just stuck your boob into me. I was like, oh, I guess I should move my arm instead. I don't know why. It was like the most comfortable thing to just stick my chest into her. It's great. It's just like, I'm like, like, I don't know why I did that. The physical touch thing. Yes. Because, I mean, do you know what's so fun? And I love that you brought that up because like it's filter free. Yeah. You know, and I think that's when the magic happens that you were talking about, Emily, like the the small reflections when yeah. you're having tea or like we're at Whole Foods getting 20 different types of chocolate bars. <laughs> it's like the little things 
that really start to shape into like this big dream. (laughs) And I think when you're in a safe community like this, small, vulnerable, whatever, like however you find your people, it allows you to communicate without a filter, right? Like not to apologize for the sillies, to like, you know, to get cuddly if you want to, to share the thing that feels a little radical and it's received Mm -hmm. with like love. And that's so good. Yeah. Thank you for receiving my boobies. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. great, My goodness. I feel like we could go on and on. Maybe there will be a part two. So as you're listening, like, please screenshot this right now, tag us in a post, tell us what was most meaningful for you. If you have a question that you'd love for us to answer, tag us with that as well. And, you know, it's really such a gift to be a part of this sisterhood And it's such a gift to be able to share it more widely. So we set the intention before we hit record to really just be pure channels and to trust that like whatever was meant to come through would come through. And I know that if we've inspired even one woman to do some of this healing, to seek out this type of community, then it was well worth it. And you know, we love to connect. So please share. We want to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Changing the way we think, feel, and talk about money will change the world. I truly believe that. It starts with you tuning in and it spreads when you share this show on Instagram and Facebook and tag me at makes money. And you know what moves the needle the most? Taking just a minute to leave a five-star review on iTunes. This show isn't free to produce, so let's multiply those dollars invested to help this show reach a bigger audience each week. Thank you so much for your help. I really appreciate it. And lastly, if you want more connection, more M Makes Money style riffs, and a safe place on the internet to talk about money, jump into my free Facebook group, The Money Club. It's linked in the show notes. Until next time, I'm wishing you health, happiness, and boatloads of money.